And welcome to Lady Ada. Hey everybody, it's Lady Ada o'clock on a Sunday night, and that's time means it's time for a desk of Lady Ada. We catch up on all the fun engineering that I've been up to this weekend. Uh, we're going to cover some STEMA stuff, some new designs, and then we're going to roll into a great search. Yeah, we have a celebration. We're up to 50 boards. We're already past 50, but this is STEMA 50 time. Going to do some great search. And, you know, we'll talk about some of the things we're up to and more. It's a little bit of a preview. So let's uh, kick it off. What do you got going on? Well, I thought the first thing I'd show off is um, we got this Portenta board from Arduino, and I, I found it. It was shipped to me a while ago, but... You know, with lockdown and everything, it, it got lost. But I found it, and I thought I would try plugging in some uh, STEMA boards into it. So that's what I did. Yeah, we got this cable to go from Maker to STEMA. That's right. I and, can show uh, the, we uh, knew we were going to do this. Yes. So this cable, it's just a five-pin connector, a JSTSH that's on the side of the Portento. I think this is a beautiful, large PCB. And we stock an adapter cable that... Um, then lets it plug into any of our STEMA QT boards, like this OLED. And then I've got a uh, IMU connected to it. And what's really neat is that, you know, I plugged it in, I installed the Arduino support package for the Portenta. Um, I uploaded the code and it just worked. Like I didn't have to make any changes to make the OLED or the IMU work. Um, so we do have these cables and they work fine with the Portenta. So if you have one and you're like, I want to add sensors, I don't want to solder to this beautiful piece of art. We have a solution. So yeah. number one. So we also wanted to make sure that whether you have things like Quick or Grove or whatever, we made Stemma. That's why we're celebrating 50th board. <laughs> There's more. But yeah. um, we wanted to make sure that all these things can work together. That's right. That's why I have level shifting on each board and a regulator. Yeah. So, so for 5 volt. If you have that for Tenna, you can use Stemma stuff now. It's great. So it's a cable. So check the Adafruit site if you want to do that. Okay. okay so next up, let's go back to the overhead. So I also finally got from DigiKey, I placed an order for a Siduino shell. So this is um, a little development board. It has a SAMD21, a USB-C connector. It came with this tin, which I've removed because I was like, well, what's underneath it? I mean, you can't give me a tin, something with a tin without me trying to find out what's under the tin. So it's got a SAMD21G18 regulator, crystal, um, a couple of, uh, like, it looks like either, it looks like a 402 LEDs. Um, there's no reset button. Instead, there's, like, these two pads that you jumper together with a piece of wire. Um, it's got castellated pads. I thought it was interesting. I've never done castellated pads. Um, and it's, it's a little bit kind of like the same size as the trinket. It's, like, a little bit wider. It's a point one inch wider. And it's, like, 0.2 inch or so shorter um, but it doesn't have mounting holes, so that's the trade-off. And also it has a USB-C instead of a micro-B, and there's this, like, cute little adapter board that, like, connects it to Grove. Um, and we have Grove to stomach QT cables as well, by the way. One day we should do just, like, just cables, all about cables. Um, so I saw this, and I was like, I really like this design. I think it's cute, and I would like to make a board that's the same size and shape so I can take advantage of this nice adapter board. So I actually had a design that I had been working on and kind of put aside, which is a trinket with a STEMA QT cable connector on the end, because I thought that would be really useful. Um, so I designed that like a year or two ago, and then like I kind of never like finished it because it didn't really fit. And I was like, well, I'll just deal with it later because it was trinket compatible. But this gave me the inspiration 
to make this new design. So let's go to the computer. Okay, so this is the new design that I've done. And um, it's the same size and shape as the shell board. It's got a USB-C. Um, it's got the same, almost exactly the same pinout. I'm using a SAMD21E18 instead of a G18, which just means it's a smaller package and has fewer pins. Um, so you still get analog pins on all of these. You know, there's um, DAC out, analog ins, uh, I2C, um, RX and TX. Here, I'll hide the bottom because it's a little less visible. Oops. Hold on. Um, so you got the analog output, A0, three analog inputs, I squared C, uh, RX and TX, so it's a UR uh, and a SPI port, plus five volt ground and three volts. And then these are also analog inputs. Um, but what I did that was different is I put my familiar favorites on. So I put a reset button. I really like reset buttons. I think they're really handy to get into and out of a bootloader or your board's acting funky, press reset. So I like having a reset button. For me, that's kind of like a, a need. It's not a desire, it's a need. So I put that on there. And then over here, I've got the four pin STEM QT connector. Just gives you three volt ground and then the I squared C connection. So that means, you, again, you can just plug and play, you know, OLEDs and IMUs and air quality sensors and barometric pressure sensors and, you know, all, all the stuff that we have that is um, STEM QT. And then of course you can also plug in Grove sensors with an adapter cable. You can plug in um, all the SparkFun quick boards. Basically everything that's four pin I2C will just work. And like, I've noticed that people pretty much do everything over I2C now. Like they're very happy with like, oh, I'll just have the display being I2C OLED. All my sensors are I2C. Good. Um, especially with the reduction cost of many sensors. You don't need like a DHT22 anymore. You can get an AHT20, which is I squared C, works with everything and doesn't have like annoying bit banging. And then over here, I have an adorable little NeoPixel. So we actually put two by two millimeter NeoPixels in the shop in little bags for people to pick up. This is a 1.5 by 1.5 millimeter NeoPixel. I really like NeoPixels. Oh, you got a question? No, just John says, I'm with you with the reset button. There is, there is a certain group of us, and I think it's a lot of Adafruit community members that are like, yeah. If you, I like can, if you can fit one on there, please do it. It just I helps. Like them. Yeah. And I like the NeoPixel too, because between a NeoPixel and a reset button, you can actually provide a lot of feedback to the user. So when we have our bootloader, for example, one of the things I really like about the UFG bootloader is um, you enter it by double clicking the reset button. So that's kind of nice, because you like click once, just restart your board, double click to enter into the bootloader. And then the onboard NeoPixel turns green when the bootloader enumerates properly and red when it doesn't. And that's really handy because people don't realize they have power only USB cables. And so they plug it in and they're like, I'm, I'm trying to use the board and it's not running. And I tell them, well, double click the, the reset button is the LED red or green and they say red. And I say, you don't have, a, your USB cable's bad. Get a new cable. And they're like, oh yeah, that solved the problem. There's this curse of cables. Um, and then there's just a couple of 042 resistors here, um, 0805 caps, and that's kind of it. Like it's, you don't actually need a lot to get these SAMD21s running. So the only thing that got dropped in this compared to a trinket is it doesn't have a power LED. Instead, I'm just gonna use the NeoPixel, which is fine. We'll just, the bootloader will turn it on, it'll like be, you know, dim green or something. And there's no mounting holes. 
but I did try to make castellated pads. I don't know if this is gonna work out. So I made like one round pad and one oval pad and you see like the oval pad gets cut in half. Is this gonna come out? I don't know. I sent it to BoardFab and we'll see. And then this is the, um, this is the rendering. What's Shame. the accuracy like without a crystal? It's fine. It's, it's, when you plug it into USB, it synchronizes over the USB so that it's like perfect. And without, it's within 1%. It's very well calibrated. So yeah. I don't, I've not seen anyone need a crystal. Okay, we'll spin the board around and let's... Uh, yeah, we're gonna keep moving. Keep going. Okay, so that's, uh, that's this board. Cool. USB-C, STEM IQT. I think we call it the cutie pie. Yeah, that's the, have, that's the name of it right now. That's the name of it right now, but if people have other name ideas... Yeah, QT Pie is what we're going to do. Because it's right. got a stomach QT, and it was Circuit Python. Yep. And this is Zoffs, because somebody's going to say, like, what's this 3D thing? It's called Zoffs. Okay. All so right. let's close this. What's next? And then the next one is another design. This one I worked on over the weekend. So this is a... Um, we've been making a lot of progress. Uh, Scott's been making a lot of progress on the ESP32-S2 support for CircuitPython. I think it's a, it feels like it's about time to make a board. Uh, so this is a Metro and it's got USB-C. It's got the ESP32-S2 rover. So it's Wi-Fi, native USB, DC power, an on-off switch. And I put a LiPo battery socket here with a LiPo charger. I thought for, th for this kind of board, I feel like people will want to use it wirelessly and on battery power so like i usually don't have battery charging on a metro but i added it here i'm also going to add a stem qt connector i kind of like forgot but i'll add it like maybe over here or something but this is the only place i could put this module it's kind of big and you might be like well what's so close to the power and like usb c is gonna be okay it's actually it's okay like i've i've done similar designs and and had pretty good range um so um one of the things I do with the uh, power that I have when I have LiPo is I'm, I use this cute little circuit which automatically switches to powering the 3-volt regulator from the USB 5-volt or DC 5-volt instead of the battery. So the battery only gets used when there's no other power available and that like keeps the life of your battery really high. Um, some very old designs that I did, I would always power off the battery and I'd use like the battery charger to keep it topped up. That's actually not as good for LiPo batteries. So one of the tricks I have here is, um, you know, there's this diode and it basically this, um, this only turns on when this is low, it gets pulled low. And this, uh, I use the MBR540, it's kind of my stock shocky diode. And um, I actually had to buy a bunch because we were almost out. We use this and a ton of boards, including all our feathers. And when I went to purchase it this week, I found it was out of stock, and uh, that's when I said, ooh, I should cover this on the great search. How to find parts when the part's out of stock. Okay. And so that leads right in. Welcome to the great search with DigiKey and Lady Ada. This is when Lady Ada goes to digikey.com and shows you all the things that she's really good at, including being able to search and find and help people maximize their potential on a search. Yes. All right. Okay. So um, I'm, you know, I'm using this MBR540, which I've spec'd in my design. A lovely little Shockey diode. It's a 40 volt diode. I use this for a lot of uh, basic Shockey needs. Why is it so high? Because I use it in some boost converters as well, and some of the boost converters go pretty high. So I, I use up to 40 volts. But when I went to DigiKey, 
It was out of stock, which is like I've never seen before. But like, you know, for whatever reason, this is out of stock. Um, what to do when your part is out of stock? This is a good thing to know. Well, first off, if there is a lead time estimation, you can click on the check lead time. And in this case, this is past due. And that happens, you know, like we order stuff. Sometimes it doesn't ship when it's expected to, but this gives you an idea. Um, I have ordered parts and, you know, or wanted to order parts. I check the lead time and it says like it's six months out. That, make, that makes me really think about, well, do I want to find like a totally alternative part? Um, or like, do I have to design some other, something else for my PCB? Because if it's three to six months, it might be easier for me to just redo the design. In this case, it looks like they were expecting to get it, um, and they didn't. Um, you know, there's lockdowns in various countries, shipping is delayed, could be a lot of reasons uh, why this part is unavailable. I will say sometimes parts are unavailable for back order. In this case, I could back order it, and it will ship whenever. Um, in, the, in the particular case of this week, I really needed the, the part in the next day. In that case, there's a new thing on DigiKey, and this, I think this is like new as of like this month or this week. I've never seen it before. And they actually give you substitution um, suggestions. And what's interesting is that um, they have direct and maybe similar um, substitutions. So in this case, this part, the MBR054, they're like, look, this, this is a generic diode. Um, just like the 1N4001 that you might be familiar with or the 1N4148. This diode is also just a generic number diode and it's available from multiple suppliers. This is from Micro Commercial, MCC, but you can also get it from OnSemi, um, in which case you'll want to verify just, you know, the package, it, you know, trust but verify. Yes, this is almost certainly a direct substitute, but you'll still want to make sure that you've got all the specifications, specifications correct. In this case, there is like a half a million in stock. So this is great. Um, you can check the specifications down here. These are like the quick, quick specs. And then of course the data sheet, if you are looking for something in more detail. I also tell you what to do if there isn't the direct substitution. Sometimes you're lucky. In this case, I was like, that's really cool because I just picked up the substitute and I was good to go. And let's say there isn't a substitute. Keep scrolling down and you'll see the product attributes section. In this case, you can see um, the attributes that it, you would select under search. And what you can do is you can click these to view similar. So for example, okay, let's say there, that new magical section didn't exist. I'd say, okay, well, I want a diode. I, I don't need it from MCC. I do need it to be tape and wheel. I need it to be active. I need it to be a shocky diode. I want 40 volts uh, uh, voltage uh, reverse protection. I want 500 milliamps uh, current average rectified. Um, the voltage forward may vary a little bit, so I'm not gonna check that. I'm gonna say, yes, I want a fast recovery type. The reverse leakage also may vary a little bit. The capacitance may vary a little bit. So I want surface mount and uh, SOD 123, that's the physical package, and the, the operating temperature. And then when I click view similar, it will pop up. In this case, only six results were similar. And you'll see, see how the um, voltage one is like 550 and one is 510. You, you don't want to select all necessarily. You want to select the ones that are important to you. And then you can use the search 
uh, drill down to, you know, ver you know, verify which of the other more variable attributes are important to you. And in this case, um, looks like basically it came up with almost the same things. You know, it's basically got uh, the on semiconductor um, MBR 054s. You can click in stock to get just the ones in stock and then pick up um, this diode, which will do the job for you. So this, this happens a lot as an engineer. I always tell people have multiple sources for each component because you never know. Uh, you know, we've had parts that we've purchased and then we find out like, oh, hey, that factory, you know, in the Philippines caught on fire because there's an earthquake. You're not going to get that part for four months. You know, that happens. And when they get back into business, I'm happy to purchase from them. In the meantime, you might want to have an alternative source. Um, so using the suggested alternative from DigiKey is a great way to make sure that your product isn't held back because something is out of stock. So it's like a four cent diode. Such a shame to hold back a $50 product because of four cents. All right, and uh, I, you know, took a screenshot when you were showing me this morning. It was really cool. We should talk about this. That's right. And uh, substitutes, powerful, trust but verify, keep going, don't let production halt. This That's has right. Been another great search. Thanks everybody. By Digikey and Lady Ada. All right. Okay. That's pretty cool. Um, one thing. Okay. Cool. Uh, Tim in the chat said, love it, would love to see more Castellate pad boards. Currently designing a board to give an optional shell footprint, so this is good timing, yeah. It, yeah, I, I, I think it's a very cute little, it's like, it's smaller than like the Pro Mini, which I like. It's a little bit different than the Trinket, but it's like, I think that there is definitely space for two. People really, really like the Trinket. And yeah. I've always wanted to have a Trinket with a STEM QT on the end, ever since we got to like, you know, 25 STEM QT boards, I was like, I want a board that has USB-C and a STEM QT on the end and a SAMD21 in the middle. Yeah. So this is right. a, a mitzvah. And then uh, real quick, so since we hit uh, 50 STEMAs, we're having uh, known Pedro work up some stuff. This is a uh, like Lego platform, so you can connect them all together. And uh, JP will be doing a new show each week, JP's. Uh, product picks and he'll be focusing on STEMA since we just hit STEMA 50. That's right. So yeah, we're going to have all sorts of good stuff. And then here's here's a sneak peek. Don't tell anybody, but we're going to start to do uh, freebie STEMA boards. When you purchase from Adafruit, oh, yeah. we'll toss in a free STEMA and we'll have a, a big range. So you'll get a different one each time. Okay. Coming soon. And that is... Just complete data. Thanks, everybody. Bye, everybody. Great chatting.